Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Hey, all, it's Sean Gerber again from Reduce Cyber Risk, and uh, I've got my CISSP exam questions that I'm putting out there for you all to help you study for the CISSP exam. This is RCR 13, episode 13, and we're going to be covering domain four, communication and network security. Okay, as we roll into our first question, what is a good definition of fiber channel over, over Ethernet protocol? So FCOE. What is a good definition of the FCOE or fiber channel over Ethernet protocol? A sophisticated storage protocol that enables fiber channel communications to run over Ethernet. A sophisticated routing protocol that enables fiber channel communications to run over the Internet. A sophisticated data carrying technique that moves data from one node to the next. Or D, allows voice calls to be made using the Internet. A is a sophisticated storage protocol enabling fiber channel communications over the Ethernet. B, a sophisticated routing protocol that enables fiber channel communications over the Internet. C, sophisticated data carrying technique that moves data from one node to the next. Or D, allows voice calls to be made using the Internet. The answer is A. It's a sophisticated storage protocol that enables fiber channel communications over the int- or over Ethernet. Again, you can kind of go through the, the title and look at that. You can narrow that down a little bit. So those are key questions to kind of consider as you're taking the test is look at some of the answers that one, throw out the first two that you can get rid of that you don't need, and then try to look at the question and focus on what are key pieces of information you can take out of the question. And for references on that, InfoSec Institute has that. The link is in the show notes. What is the best definition? Question two. What is the best definition of multi-protocol label switching or MPLS technology? This is typically found. MPLSs are in enterprises, and these are used to connect different into, into our entities. So it's a routing technique in broadband networks that directs data from one node to the next on short path labels. That's A. B. 
a routing technique in telecommunication networks that direct data from one node to the next based on short path labels. C, a sophisticated storage protocol that enables fiber channel communications to run directly over Ethernet. Or D, none of the above. Okay, so it's basically dealing with broadband networks that direct data from a node to the next based on short path labels, a routing technique in telecommunication networks that direct data from one node to the next based on short path labels, or C, a sophisticated storage protocol that enables fiber channel communications to run directly over Ethernet. Hmm, that looks familiar. And D, none of the above. Answer is B, a routing technique in telecommunication networks that direct data from one node to the next based on short path labels. And that's MPLS technology. If you look at the name, multi-protocol label switching, uh, it allows you to do labels with the different various protocols and helps you uh, communicate with these different entities. And it allows you to have um, a very strong connection over uh, over the internet. And so therefore what ends up happening is, is that it, it allows you to, to increase your bandwidth to, especially when you have remote locations They use MPLS networks to do a lot of that. And they're a very solid, strong, uh, network. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the, the Wikipedia will talk about the multi pro multi protocol label switching. And there's the reference. Software defined networking SDN is meant to address which of the following architectures. A, dynamic architectures, B, static architectures, C, self-organizing architectures, or D, various hybrid architectures. Architectures, say that 10 times. So again, the question is, software-defined networks is meant to address which of the following architectures, dynamic, static, self-organizing, or various hybrids? And the answer is B, static. Okay, SDN is basically meant to address these static architectures of a traditional network. Okay, so your networks are constantly static, and so therefore these well, it helps. It uses software defined to basically decentralize and complex these these networks, and it allows you to be able to uh, spread them out. and And it uses so when you're switching back and forth when the networks are actually working, it's using software to help define where to actually forward the uh, the information to. Uh, and this comes out of Wikipedia as SDN attempts to centralize network intelligence in one network. Component by disassociating the forward process of network packets, or the data plane, from the routing process or the control plane. So it's, it's basically splitting them up and it allows the software to define where the packets go. The control plane consists of one or more controllers, which are considered as the brain of the SDN network, where the whole intelligence is incorporated. And this works really well um, if you can get it turned on, where instead of in the past, you would have a, you'd send something from point A to point B and it would have, it could go all over the place. But these software defined networks will then basically switch the packets to determine which way it needs to go based on the software. So again, you can get this in Wikipedia at Software Defined Networking. All right, so that's all I got for this episode. Uh, this is uh, RCR 13, uh, RCR Echo 13, and this is my CISSP training. I want to just kind of put a shout out there for SeanGerber.com. We're going to be starting that up. Uh, you can actually go to the site, but we're getting it right now under development. But I'll have CISSP certifications, exam questions, and study materials available for you uh, to join my membership and to also get just get a lot of free stuff out there as well. But we'll help you through the CISSP exam. As we know, taking the CISSP can be a huge challenge, and uh, we want to help you pass it the first time. You also can go to Udemy.com and get my CISSP certification out there as well. Just go in and type in CISSP certification and Sean Gerber, and you will find it. There's a plethora of type or of uh, CISSP training out there. It's domains one through four and domains five through eight. Or you can go to Reduce Cyber Risk, and it'll point you in the Udemy direction as well. 
All right, I hope you guys enjoyed this, and we'll be having some more episodes. will be coming out soon. Have a great day. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources. So just head on over to FreeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.